welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. My name is Fletch, and I'll be your host. Are you ready for some great overlanding content? Then let's get into it. Hey everybody, Fletch from All Things Overlanding here. On today's episode of the podcast slash vlog, I'm really excited because we are going to be talking to Ken Farley, a.k.a. Dr. Deathwobble. Um, if you haven't heard of this guy before, I was actually really interested when when we first talked because I was like, I've heard of you. You're famous to me. So um, big, huge name in Jeeps for a while. They're getting into uh, his family owns a shop called Expedition Vehicle Outfitters uh, where they're starting to get into Toyotas and things like that in the last four or five years. And they do just some amazing custom work, um, everything from like ground up full builds to like just simple modification stuff and maintenance stuff. Um, so, again, really excited to talk to him about that, the shop, some of the cool SEMA builds that they've done in the past. Just just everything, right? So um, it's going to be an awesome interview. So I hope you guys are excited. Before we dive into that, did just want to touch on my featured partners really quick. Of course, Trail Built Off-Road. Um, I've started bringing these guys up recently because they helped me out with my wheels and tires. Um, the process was awesome. It was Their website's really cool. It allows you to like kind of plug in different options and, and kind of see what your setup's going to look like and, and get a good cost on it. Their prices are extremely fair. They've got free shipping, stuff like that. Um, so I got my wheels and tires from them and they arrived on a pallet with TPMS installed, mounted and balanced. I threw them on the truck in a, you know, half hour, 45 minutes and I was ready to go. It was awesome. Um, so if you guys click through the link below in the description, it will take you to my setup, actually, the wheels and tires I got. So specifically, if you're like an Xterra person and you want ideas, go check these things out because I love mine. They fit perfect and they look great on the truck. Um, if you do end up buying something from them, there is a spot in checkout that says who sent you. If you can, just click that all things overlanding drop down in there just to let them know that I sent you. Um, next, Overland Addict. Again, fantastic shop for online for everything to do with overlanding. So um, if you're looking for a rooftop tent to, you know, even last U.S. bag stuff, um, anything that you could think of for overlanding, they've got it. So definitely go check them out through the link in the description below. And then Last U.S. Bags, as I just mentioned, they are sold by Overland Addicts. So you can buy them from them or you can buy them from Last U.S. Bags, however you want to do it. But um, they have some awesome, like, every kind of overlanding type bag that you could need from little caddies that you can store bungee cords and food stuff, cooking stuff into, you know, trash roo style trash bags. Um, so check them out through that link in the description below as well. And then last but not least, Northology uh, Overland, which we're going to talk about actually, I think, on this interview a little bit because Ken knows Cindy. Um but again, free overlanding slash off-roading slash uh, outdoor adventure magazine every month, totally digital. Um, so click through that, sign up for that, and uh, get that in your inbox every month. So without further ado, though, let's dive into the interview with Ken. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So, hey, okay. Ken, welcome to the All Things Overlanding podcast. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah. Um, let's start. So I know that we're here to talk about the shop, right? But I, when you reached out, I was like, oh, my God, he's Dr. Deathwobble. Like, I've heard of you before. You're famous. So 
How did famous, that sort of come that, about? Don't, don't, don't slow down on the famous. Famous. That's not. I, you're famous no, no. to me. You're oh, famous you to go. me. So, um, but how did that kind of come about? Like, where did that start, and and how'd you come up with that name? Yeah. So that's been like that was my Instagram and my social stuff for years before I even started making videos or any of that stuff. Um, yeah, that was that was like I just came up. We fit like my family's had an auto repair shop and an overland upgrade shop for over 20 years. And like, it kind of became one of those, we got, we got known for being really good with Jeeps. Um, now we build a lot of, you know, Toyotas, Nissans, everything we, we build across the board and we do a lot of axle work and suspension work, but we're also known for Jeeps. If you like, they're, they're kind of problemsome and known for having drivability issues when nobody else can fix it, it got dropped off. We would figure it out. Like we just don't give up. That's kind of how it, yeah. how it is with that aspect. And then it just kind of stumbled off into the whole, yeah, before I ever made any videos or anything like that, it was Dr. Death Wobble on Instagram just because it was like, that's a cool name. And then yeah. I started doing uh, the educational videos to kind of teach you because I can't be everywhere across the country and all this stuff. So um, it kind of became a library of for even a lot of off-road shops to use. And I will never diagnose your specific vehicle through a video, but I will teach you the principles so you can fix anything. You know, you, you can fix land cruisers, you can fix it's all the same principles. And then, um, through YouTube and all that stuff. I mean, I've had people email me, we've fixed Jeeps in Israel, um, Spain, all over the middle East, all kinds of stuff. I didn't know they had XJs in the middle East and all this stuff. And then like, yeah, it's crazy to be like that, but it's pretty cool. So once you understand the principles and that's how our shop works, a lot of it is we do consultations. We teach you're a grown adult. If you have a driver's license, you're a grown adult. You make your own decisions. We just want to teach you the education behind it. So you're making knowledgeable decisions. Yeah, that's great. I think XJs are literally everywhere. That was my first four wheel drive. It's an XJ. It wasn't so. my first four wheel drive, but I've had a couple of them. And like <laughs> now, now I grew up and I'm a grown adult. So I don't have an XJ anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was a much younger man back then, but you know, I was, I had a chip on my shoulder for a long time because all the TJ guys called it the wagon and would not leave me alone. Just beat me up over that thing. And that becomes one of those that like, I mean, it's because you couldn't afford a Wrangler. I get it. I know, I know why none of us really chose to drive an XJ. It's just one of those, I ain't got the money for a Wrangler and these are half the price. So like, I'm going to try to convince everybody it was my idea. And that was the best thing. Like, oh, this is like superior or whatever. No. Right. But but yeah, those, I mean, it's just kind of cool though. Because like uh, people are using those videos to fix land cruisers, they're fixing all yeah. that, just understanding the principles. Because like you say, you can't, we can't, we're, we're specialists in some of that stuff. And we can't be everywhere. Um, right. So hopefully, I mean, we have guys at the dealerships, at the Jeep dealerships using the videos to diagnose stuff. So it's, it's pretty nice. That's that great. Way. It's cool. Yeah. That's super cool. So you mentioned that, you know, the family business has been around for over 20 years. Um, when would you say that, was there, was it like an invisible switch to overlanding modification or like, when did, how did that sort of happen from repair to outfitting? Yeah. So, so it, it, it kind of like, it just, it was so gray that you never saw it come through yeah. and, and, and what happened is, and that's always been our passion. A lot of it for like our area, we're in the center of Michigan. So we're right in the center of Michigan. Our, our average customer travels two to three hours to get to us. And it's like, it's it, so we a lot of them are like we get a lot of guys from out of state stuff like that and it was at first it was always our auto repair and we never really thought there was we didn't think there was enough need in the off-road for us to specify to do off-road and sure. then it was but i mean that was always i grew up in a jeep my dad's taking us like running around jeeps since i was like i mean there's pictures of us being like two and three years old out there bouncing around a cj5 and all this like i thought everybody did that you know <laughs> until 
till you didn't like my dad puts in like a yeah. ton of sketchy situations and all this stuff that you like you take <laughs> for granted now um great parenting right yeah yeah it's great now now i run i'm i'm at the shop working at the shop this week and like i told you they're they're off and they're in moab utah this week four wheeling so it's like yeah. that's, that's cool they got their new gladiator they go do that but yeah it uh it, it slowly kind of morphed into we started doing more and more off-road um it started becoming like well known for and that's our specialty where it's like, we do a lot of builds. We do a lot of like, Hey, you reach out to me and I'll, I will from the ground up, we'll build you a vehicle, but we do even more. So, Hey, I've taken this thing to five and six different shops. Nobody can fix it. They know we won't give up. We have a process in the place. We will get your vehicle to drive well. Um, and, and that aspect of it, like, it's great to have a really cool rock crawler. If you can't drive down the highway, it's not that much fun. And it's not fun daily driving a rock crawler type thing. So like, and that became, and, and the overland side of everything was more of our passion. That That is more of like my SEMA builds. If you look at, we've built in the past like four years, I think it was, um, we've built seven SEMA featured vehicles and then ma magazine rigs and stuff like that. So we do a lot of the sleepless nights and stuff. A lot of those have um, underlying overland themes to them. Cause we don't want to like, I, I like subtleties. And then, then you'll see the vehicles and they don't look subtle at all. But if you start looking at all the little close things, like a lot of that stuff morphing it and it's got to work well. That's our goal is to build something that works well because aesthetically it'll be cool. You know, that's yeah. easy. I love that. I love, I love the idea of subtlety in it. I feel like not enough people, like, I feel like too many people get sort of sucked in by the hype online. And then they're like, what are the, what do I need to buy people that tell me these things? And they just buy it. Right. Yeah. Like it took me a lot of time to, I have a car too. And that one has a lot of subtleties built into it. Like a lot of like caveats back to old cars that I've had before that like had yellow fog lights, for example, like my truck has yellow fog lights. My car has yellow fog lights. My last car had yellow fog. Like it's just a thing that like I've carried through. Um, but yeah. even like on the truck, like black and white is a theme and like thinking about those sort of things, but you know, they're just, I feel like there's just too many people that are just like slapping stuff on, you know, with no thought, I feel like. Yeah. And a lot of that is, man it's so tough because i i, I like to see everybody i, I want to see you go out and explore we want to go see yeah. you adventure we want to see you push more the, the the biggest thing is like getting through the thought process like you got to also understand instagram isn't real life right like all this stuff like we've been going camping in our jeeps and in our trucks and stuff like that for years long before we had like yeah we sell a lot of rooftop tents we do a lot of that type of stuff i want to streamline your stuff now to where like we have stuff in process to um, we do like off-grid energy solutions. We do solar power nice. kits. We do a lot of those complicated stuff, but you don't need that. Like, get, get over, like, like, I'm like, go suffer. First thing is just <laughs> like, you don't need a fridge. Take your cooler out there. It's going to suck. I get it. Like it's not, but, but that makes you appreciate everything a little bit more. And not to say, not to say we don't have a really good recipe. Like you bring me a brand new vehicle. I more than likely we could put that recipe together that we know you're going to be pleased with, but at least. I'd rather see you like suffer just a little bit, right. you know, right. just like you, did you've been, you understand how that is. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying go out there and die of hyperthermia or like right. bury your vehicle in the mud and like, like you have to walk home, but like sleep inside your truck once, yeah. like do, do all that stuff. Cause then you're really going to appreciate how quick your rooftop tent opens or, or any of that type yeah. of stuff. Yeah. I call that analysis paralysis. Like for the first oh my God. six months that I had my truck, I never even went out. I was just waiting. I was buying stuff. I was watching YouTube videos. I'm like, I can't go until I have this. I can't go until I have that. And now I'm like trying to tell people, don't do that. Just go take the, have, make sure you have shelter, food, you know, yep. that recovery gear, that sort of stuff. But 
just go out there and you'll learn really quick. Every trip I come back with a list of things that like sucked or I could do better. Or I need to save space on. And that's how you learn. <laughs> you know, and, and well, the past year with all these backups on part, like fortunately we stocked a lot of parts and we our logistics side of stuff. We do very, we pride ourselves in doing as, as well as, you know, as, as well as we can. But I also tell somebody, I'm like, Hey, if like, we can't like build up your rig for the next four or five weeks or whatever, and you want to go use it. Great. Write a list of what yeah. sucked. Write a list because the cool part is like, if you have that list, you know how it is. Like fix that list first before we start worrying about anything else. You might figure out you didn't need that King suspension and all that stuff. Yeah. It's sweet. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it's not awesome. It's, it's all like when we put them together. It'll make you smile, but like you needed bug spray. You needed right. like, you know, that, that's the type of thing. Comfortable to, chair. Right. Comfort, yes. All that stuff that like, you can have all the Gucci gear you want if you don't have bug spray and a comfortable chair and like sunscreen or something like that. It's going to be miserable. And that, like, yeah. and now maybe if you have a family member or a significant other that like is looking at the X amount that you've been spending and you're like, this was miserable experience. Yeah. It's not going to be fun. And it's not no. sustainable that way. We look for, I want sustainable stuff. We want to build you a vehicle that's sustainable that you can, you know, use as your daily driver, adventure with it. And, yeah. um, and just keep on using it. And, and it, like you say, you're not dumping a ton of money into it, but right. you're still getting a lot of your value back. Yeah. No, I love that. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, so you mentioned SEMA builds. I was going to ask you, like, what is your, we could say what's your favorite build or what's the most rad build that you've ever done? Like, what's the coolest thing you've done or your favorite thing you've ever built? Oh, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> tough. That's like, um, so, so I'll even go over a little bit. So we've built, we've, we've built a lot of Jeeps. Um, um, we've done, I, I have a 79 Cherokee chief. That's an orange one with mildew yeah. on it and one tons and stuff. That one's my personal rig. Um, two years ago. So CMOS canceled last year, two years ago, we built, um, two Jeep gladiators. So we built, um, one that was on one tons and forties. And then we built my father one, um, that was on like, I mean, we, we take a brand new vehicle and we literally got it like the one, the one we built it in three days and it was like just three street, like sleepless nights. And then, um, then we haul it 36 hours to Las Vegas for the show. And that, that that's like miserable, but yeah. a cool, a cool thing that happened when the, the two gladiators we built last year, um, they were, they were kind of brothers and sisters or, or two years ago. I'm sorry. They were kind of brothers and sisters, but they had similar interiors. So they had like pla- Dixon flannel sponsored our interiors. And we had Dixon flannel inserts in custom leather seats and uh, Jeep, Jeep just released their, their Easter Jeep that. concept. Um, so a year after we did that, the new Easter Jeep Safari concepts have flannel seats in identically matching the ones that we did. So I was kind of like, Oh, I mean, maybe like it was your idea. <laughs> uh, you know what? I still think it's cool. I'm like, if, if that's yeah. like, I'm going to take, I'm going to take credit for it. I don't start. I'm sorry, guys. I'm taking credit yeah. for it. And that's cool. But like, <laughs> um, no. And then we've built, we've done the Jeep, a couple of Jeep Cherokees. We've done Wranglers. I'm trying to think we've done a truck. Um, then in coming right now, we're building, I have another one that's like three, truck jeeps welded together it's a disaster it's like this weird it, it's kind of like i don't know uh, we want to like when i built my my chief to take there it was covered in mildew and moss it's never been washed in 15 years so we took nice. it there dirty and it's sitting next to a lamborghini and that's like 
Like that's if cool. you look inside, it's mint condition, but the outside nice. looks, you know, rough and stuff like that. And I like those subtleties to where it tells a story, you know, and, yeah. and even, even like when we, like a lot of our, our overland builds in the shop and stuff like that, somebody will, we want to like put little touches in there that tell the family story that tell how they use it. And, and just to kind of, because it, it, it there is a lot of mem like we always say, we'll build you the vehicle, you make the memories. And that's yeah, where you can kind cool. of put that together in those vehicles. It's pretty fun that way. That's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> would you say, so like, I know you've talked a lot about wheeling, right? And yeah, you're yeah. a Jeep guy. Would you say that you're into overlanding per se, like long distance travel where you enjoy the, the journey? Yeah. I mean, are you more of a camper that, than wheels? No, no, I, I'm, a, I'm a car camper because I don't think okay. overlanding is actually, no, I'm just kidding. I don't um, know if you can. I mean, I got blown up on one of my YouTube videos earlier by a guy and I was reading it. I'm like, he's kind of right, but he's like in the US, you really can't overland because you don't interact with any different cultures. Like it's, you're just driving from state to state, you know? You know, I, I just, we call it, that's why we call it adventure. Cause yeah. I, I call we, for us, it's usually just taking the show on the road and having a ball, <laughs> like no matter where we go, it's a part, like it's a craziness of like, it, a lot yeah. of it comes down to attitude. That's what we always embrace all of that stuff is attitude. And if you have enough positive people around, like we, we I love winter camping. Winter camping is my favorite thing. So we'll go up for the weekend and we'll do <clears throat> two or three nights. Um, and we try to go the coldest weekends a year. So we want like negative 15, negative 20, that's like all the terrible stuff. Right. And it's, and that's where um, we'll usually do, you know, a couple hour trip camp, couple hours more camp and, and, and that type of stuff. But yeah. for, I, I don't even know what, what any of this stuff, okay, all the names and all these people getting in fights on social media, just go have Oh, it never ends. It is terrible. And I feel horrible for somebody that, that, that they're spending that much energy worried about that stuff. Yeah. Like, or, like right now we have, we have a dozen, at least a dozen um, clients that are out West going through the national parks, working from the national parks. We built like off-grid solutions for them in their Tacomas and stuff. And they're, they're out working out there. We did, we're running cell boosters in them and stuff. And it's pretty yeah. cool that way to where do we call that overlanding? Do we call it like being homeless, living out of your forerunner? I don't <laughs> like, homeless, yeah. like it, it's just, just have fun with it. And, and, yeah. and like, and, and they get so stressed out over all the other and, stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've kind of now looked back on some of my episodes I've done and I feel like I've reiterated like six, I've had like six episodes that are like, what is overlanding? And it's every time it's like, just go right. Like, let's yeah. not talk about it. Let's just go hang out in the woods and drink beer and sit around a fire. Because honestly, if you if you want to like sit there for around the fire and discuss what overlanding is, I'm gonna go say a different fire because that sounds yeah, right. horrible. I want to talk about I want to talk about like the views <laughs> we've seen in Utah and like yeah. say, like the, like the the fresh air you feel at the Rocky Mountains and stuff like that. Like all that stuff that just like makes me tingle. That I love that. That's yeah. the crazy cool stuff that like we love versus like the analytics of trying to like all that are I'm like define everything right and I have friends that are great with like uh you know like GPS maps and all that stuff I'm the dude with like the Atlas Gazetteer that we get lost when we go with me like we're getting me lost we're, we're, we're from Michigan there's there's water on three sides as long as we're in Michigan we're good we can just yeah. keep driving we're gonna hit water it'll be all right just like don't, don't stress out but like yeah. yeah it's like a lot of it is just just have fun with it yeah yeah I agree 100 percent um Cool. So you've talked about the chief, you've talked about new gladiators. Like, do you have, if you had to have a preference, are you an old truck person, a new truck person? Like, what do you prefer? Um, so prefer as far as my taste and everything, I love old stuff. I, I have a heart for like old stuff. If you came to me and, and you're like, and you're like, 
Jason, you says, hey, I can't, I want you to build me that old truck and I'm going to go drive it. I'm going to say, that's the worst idea you could possibly have. Like, don't do that. Let's build you a new truck that's reliable and you'll enjoy it and stuff like, like mine has a modern drivetrain. I like the old iron where you shut the door and it sounds good. But like, as far as for usefulness traveling in it, yeah, it's not great. Like, it's not great. Like I I could drive mine. Um, I, I mean, I've driven it, you know, upwards of, trips of five to six hours or so like that. And it's not bad. It's just, I'm driving a big rock crawler down the road. It looks really cool, but like, yeah. And then I jump in my new Ram truck. I'd rather be in my Ram truck because that's a lot more comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, even with my 05, which is now what, only about 16 years old. I recently, like the new, the Nissan just came out with the new frontier, the new 2022 frontier, nine speed transmission, you know, like, and I'm just kind of like every day I get in my truck, I'm like, I love you truck. But then I'm kind of driving and I'm like, Man, it'd be nice to have a brand new truck, though. <laughs> be so nice dude, they're, they're for that next so, trip next year to Core, you know, in the Upper Peninsula, eleven hours. And, and nice. that's just, you're right because there's so much more comfy. There's so much everything more about it, and that's where like I'll run a um, right now. Like after the my personal truck is a is a marketing vehicle that, that's used for um, Caterpillar, and then once that's done, then we're gonna go to it'll become an overland build. And when we say overland build, I don't like to even call it that. It'll be my personal adventure truck to where like, (laughs) I'll put my mountain bike in the back. We'll have a rooftop tent for the kids and stuff like that. And we just go have fun with it. Um, It's so cool. And the Instagram photos are really cool of my old chief and stuff like that. But when you're like, when you're driving down the highway, listen to like the LS just screaming, you're like, ah, after like four hours, that is not that great. Like, not like EMT's howling. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No air. Like, it, it's just, it, it's super, it's comfy to drive. It's actually fun to drive, but like yeah. your modern conveniences are a lot, a, a lot better. Like, yeah. st- like yep. I, you jump in my, our, our, our shop gladiator. That's like, like completely built. My parents are, you know, they're, 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 they'll drive it today, this day right here. They're driving it 14 hours today. And then they're going to keep on. And like, it's, it's a joy. It's like, you yeah. have heated seats and heated steering wheel. Come on. Like it's, right. it's too easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I've always kind of argued that like, I like the older vehicles because I, especially if you're, if you're on trails all the time, right. If, yep. if I was a full-time, like real, like really off the road, I wouldn't feel nearly as bad if I tapped a tree in that as a brand new, you know, 35, 40, 000, $60,000 truck. Oh yeah. But like, I mean, let's be honest, right. Like I have, I have a YouTube channel called all things overlanding and I try and go as much as I can, but it might be in a 12 month period. I mean, what I might go, once a month, twice a month for an overnighter, you know, like yes, and the and, national and, forest, like well, and that, and that becomes that that whole thing of justifying it to where like it, it's just such a two sided thing because you'll look at my stuff and you're like, you have 39 inch tires and one tons on, and I'm like, you don't need those. You you want 32 inch tires. You don't want that. Yeah. Like, and that's where um, it's crazy because you you'll sit it out there and and yes we can climb the crazy rocks and all that stuff like we have some built rigs but as far as normal use and stuff like that you don't want that no. you want like 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 we'll build you something really nice on up to 35 inch tires if it's a g the the biggest thing is is the um the import truck side of everything a lot of times we want to be up to like 35s or so on a jeep if you're not running 37s they look weird and it's not right. like it, it just looks silly kind of so like a lot of times we're jumping up to that 35 37 on those um but a lot of it comes down to if you're driving this thing 16 hours to where you're going yeah. you're not you're not gonna run this thing hard i mean you you might do it once until you snap an axle shaft out in the middle of nowhere and right. like you ain't gonna do that twice you're gonna be yeah. next time you know yeah 
Yeah, that's very true. Um, That comes into whether recreational over recreational off-roading or overlanding. You know what I mean? Like, like you go to an off-road park, you just break stuff. And that's just kind of what happens. That's the only thing fun to do there is break stuff. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, it's, I've had a bunch of really interesting conversations around that because I think that a lot of overlanders now, like myself included, like I had that Jeep and we wheeled, right? Like we went to the off-road parks and we tried to do the craziest (laughs) stuff that we could. And then I've, now it's been like, you know, six, seven years since I had that, I've got an an 11 year old and eight year old. And like, it's more about like, let's go to a place that's pretty and nice and away from, you know, reality for a little bit and let's just hang out and like enjoy nature and, and chat but like an overlander versus an off-roader are two completely different beasts, right? Like, I mean, it's, I would avoid that big obstacle if I'm in the middle of nowhere, because I'm afraid, not afraid, but I don't want to break down out there and be stranded, right? Like that's my goal is to continue the trip, not to be stopped. Well, and and what did you have to gain by that? That would always become the other aspect of it. And it becomes, so we look for sustainability. One of the things that's shot, like when we're talking to a customer, we want to make sure we're building something sustainable. If you are telling me that like, you're, what becomes not sustainable is going to the off-road park every weekend. Cause pretty soon I'm like, well, okay, either a, I'm going to break something B it's going to cost a lot of money. C I have to fix it. And then pretty soon I'm like, I don't even want to go out and have fun. Cause I just created myself more work yeah. versus when it's supposed to be relaxing, you know? And then that's, that's been the interesting part to see it come full circle to where now, like I, I still like my big rock crawler cause it's kind of cool. And I, I'll go drive it to the beach and we'll go hang out with a rooftop tent open at the beach yeah. and like go cook lunch. And, and we don't always spend the night, but it, at least we always have our stuff. So it, it, it makes everything a lot smoother. Right. Yeah. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So you've talked a lot about Jeeps. Would you say you're a brand loyal, but you also have a Ram, right? So like, are you a brand loyal loyalist or are you kind of open to anything? I'm open to anything. I grew up with Jeeps and now um, in the past, like in the past five years or so, we've started building way more import trucks so we we're, we're building tons more you know land cruisers toyotas forerunners tacomas and stuff like that we do a lot of axle work in them suspension work in them and, and, and bumpers and everything like that i'm not brand loyal at all honestly i'm adventure loyal that's the way i'll ever say yeah. like i like i if if when you see everybody getting these arguments over like this brand or that brand pretty soon oh yeah you look around i won't be standing there because i just kind of jet over there <laughs> we'll, we'll go talk about fishing or something fun like yeah it's yeah. Just, it's just, it, it, it's, to me, it's almost senseless to worry about like who has the quote unquote best. You're just yeah. trying to justify what you bought. That's all you're yeah. trying to do. And it's like, yeah. get over it, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're, you're hundred percent right. That's why I am brand loyal only because I've always had really good luck with Nissans, but like mm-hmm. I, there was, I went on a trip, a two day trip uh, this last weekend and there was this beautiful GX 470 there. And I was like, mm-hmm. I started looking at those online. I'm like, those aren't too bad. Like I could get no. into one of those or, you know, there's. No, we want, we want to keep that quiet. So the price don't go too crazy on those. I yet. know. Uh, we, yeah. we, I would say we build quite a few of those. We, yeah. they're, they're kind of the, they're kind of the sleeper that nobody really knows about right now. We're building. I'm thinking we have four or five of them that are coming in this spring that we're putting together of like real nice rigs. Um, and and they tur- those turn out really nice. A lot of it comes down to um, just using the whole thought process 
into how you can build anything really nice. It's just being, uh, being cognizant of the whole thing versus trying to build something that looks like, like a, you know, if you're trying to aesthetically build something and, and yeah, and we're trying to like show off that we're doing this stuff, it always looks silly, you know, yeah. versus building something that works well. Yeah. Well, and I think there's a lot to learn there too, right? Like that's why I think, I think it's probably smart for like newer people to start with something that's less expensive and a little older, like not 40 years old, but you know, five to 10 years old. Right. And yes. then you just buy it. Cause I even, I look at my exterior now and I'm pretty pleased with it and I like it and I've done the majority of the stuff myself, but like, then like people are like, wow, your truck is really rad. And I'm like in pictures on Instagram, it is, <laughs> but like, look at this rust spot back here. And here's this dumb thing where I got too big of tires and I had to trim the fenders and I didn't do a really great job on that. And like, mm-hmm. you know, now I'm like, if I got a newer truck, I would probably like trust somebody like you, right? Like take somebody that knows <laughs> well, what they're doing with the bigger stuff. So well, like you say, we just have a recipe. We use a recipe yeah. and we, and we, then we kind of know what to expect that way. And it's all communicated. So you know what you're getting into that. That's the biggest thing that I've always found is it gets it's super overwhelming when you look at all this stuff online and you just have no idea what it really, where your budget falls into or where the process falls into. And that's where, um, that's our goal is to streamline that as much as possible. So you get what you want, um, but you know what it looks like and, and what to expect out of it. But you're, nice. you're hundred percent right though. The other aspect of it is I always, our recommendation is buy something that has a lot of aftermarket support. So like, yeah. okay, an Xterra has a lot of good aftermarket support. If you bring me a Ford Escape, that you found some eBay lift on it and stuff. And you're trying to like convince yourself this is a good idea. Like we're, I hate to be the guy that upsets you, but I'm like, I won't do that for you. I just, because (laughs) I know you're going to be disappointed. I understand that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that becomes the one thing is different. Always isn't always great. You know, like, yeah, I get it. Everybody runs forerunners. They run, you know, Tacomas and Wranglers and stuff like that. There's kind of a reason it's because like, it, it, because a lot of it comes down to money wise and stuff like that. Like we can build a lot of custom stuff. It's not in your best interest sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that makes perfect sense. Well, that's, that reminds me of my, my very first car that I ever had was a 1990 Pontiac Sunbird. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it, and I had that around the time that fast and furious came out and I was <laughs> yep, like, you yep. know what? I need an exhaust and yep. I need subwoofers and I need all, and it's going to be so fast. And no matter how much money I put into that car, it was always a pile of crap. It was never the eclipse from the movie or it was, it was never nope. the skyline or anything like nope. that. And that, and that's what we're running into a lot of the times with it is I, and that's just kind of a, a whole mental thing. It was just kind of understanding like what is always, and, and you're an adult, you can make your own bad decisions, but <laughs> no, at least, yeah. yeah, at least I would say, please do not do this. Okay, cool. I told you now, now it's your bad decision. You, you don't make your bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Pay me as much as you want. <laughs> uh yeah i like carnage let's see what happens like this is, this is gonna be a bad idea but like you say with a lot of the other recipes and stuff like that we can put something together with a, a proper size tire to it and, and it's gonna be more off-road capable and it's gonna make you know it's gonna be a lot more enjoyable that way yeah yeah that's awesome um do you have any sort of you mentioned the beach and stuff do you have any places that like you really really want to go that you haven't been able to go yet like what's your dream trip that maybe you haven't been able to do yet See, right now, I really want to go like the Pacific Northwest. That's where, because yeah. I have tons of friends in like the, like Bend and stuff like that. And it, we're even getting to be where like, it, it, the only part sucks is we're in Michigan. So it's a long ways away. Yeah. You know, that's a long drive. Um, usually year we, yearly, we try to go to uh, Colorado and Utah. Um, I have family that lives in Telluride, Colorado. So on the, like the West side of Colorado, we, we'll go stay there, run the mountain passes. And then um, we like to go to um, 
uh, Moab, Utah, go four wheeling in there and stuff. And a lot, when I say four wheeling, like we run crazy rigs, like I say, but we, we're enjoying everything. A lot of it is I like photography. I like, I like yeah. being able to get to the areas that no one can get to. But mm-hmm. the aspect of it is like, if it's, if it's the whole ego, I need to climb the biggest boulder. I don't, I just drive around it and like, like I, I could, yeah. if I wanted to type thing, but no, it's fun. <laughs> I, I like it. So, so where, where's your favorite or where do you look forward to now? Um, no, the Pacific Northwest to me seems amazing. It's not even really on my radar right now. I mean like dream, dream. Well, so like realistic dream, uh, Ozarks. I want to go to the Ozarks really, mm-hmm. really bad. I've got a bunch of friends, uh, through YouTube and stuff that are like a bunch of the Ozark YouTubers for some reason (laughs) I've connected with them, but it looks just amazing. It's, you know, it's challenging enough trails, but not so challenging that you're, you're talking about serious. I mean, you can get some body damage for sure, but But, but I was going to say there's difference between like, like, body damage and then like whole body damage like yeah, yeah like, like i need to i need a backhoe to come out here and get me now yes um so yeah ozarks is realistic i mean someday i would really love to do i mean i, I definitely want to do utah but mm-hmm. like alaska yeah i've seen so many people talk about that and take that you know take like months to go up and just do like i would love to do that someday that would be yeah, cool but that's yeah. a whole expedition right like that's yeah. And that's the hardest part is like, at least with like Utah and stuff like that, you can do it in a week. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like, like you just jet out there type thing. And like, and you, you'll have like a sleepless night driving out and stuff like that. But yeah. like, that's where it becomes hard. And we're in Michigan. So like Michigan, we're, we're actually very fortunate. There's like, um, as far as like off-road trails for like our rigs, there's not a lot other than off-road parks. There's not a lot of like crazy hard Challenging. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, there's so much beautiful stuff to go just to explore we go explore yeah. the upper peninsula. We go to Drummond Island a lot. We go like yeah. all around. It's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's, I'm on the Northeast side of Indy. So I'm just a little bit South of you, yep. but so yeah, even to get to the upper peninsula, it's about 11 hours for me. So like, it's like, I've been there, I've been to West Virginia. I've been down to Kentucky. I've been mm-hmm. uh trans Wisconsin adventure trail. I did several okay. years ago when my truck was still pretty much stock and that again, nothing challenging. Right. But it was beautiful. And it was you find a campsite, you know, beside a, a pond or something. It's just gorgeous. The sun's setting. And it's like, I wouldn't have seen this, right. If I didn't have a capable enough rig to get out here and the desire to do this thing. So 100%. Cool. And, and even more so is like you say, the desire, the biggest yeah. thing is the desire. And, and okay. Like I was talking about, like we have customers that are out living out like the, the one it's a married couple that they're in a forerunner we built for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to be gone for three months. They're working out of the forerunner out in the, and I'm like, that sounds so cool, but yeah. you don't have kids. So like, yeah, I get it. You can go do that stuff, but like, right. they're not off-roading this thing. Like they're, I mean, it's very minimal off-roading, but right. we needed it off-road capable because I mean, they hit a snowstorm already. They hit yeah. like, you, you know, we need it off-road capable so they can get through that stuff. Well, it doesn't like, they're not going to go climbing the crazy boulders and stuff like that. The, the, the fortunate part is with our background, we know enough that like, we feel comfortable building you something that is very reliable and capable of that. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so let me ask you this, Overlander or not, right? It doesn't matter. What's your favorite piece of gear? Like what's the most important thing that you never leave home without? I'm a gear guy, so that's why I have to ask. Yep, yep. And that's where, um, oh man. I mean, I, I hate to be like, the, the. I can't say that. I'm sorry. I was going to say, dude, my kids love the Scottle. And like, nice. I think it's silly, but like, I love the Scottle. And and the the best one though, is we have one of the ready lights. Are you familiar with those? It's like a tripod ready light. Yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it has four lights there magnetically hooked to it. And then one center, center big light. I have three kids. 
my two kids, they, they each, each, my two kids have their names on each light. It's That's here's cool. your light at the end of the day, bring your light back and put your light back. Like it, it just gives right. them, gives them a sense of purpose. They got their own light and stuff. And those, those work out really nice. But like say, most of our rigs are built, like all of our personal rigs are built very similar. So like mm-hmm. we can kind of, we have an overland trailer. We have between me my parents and then um, our employees, we just, we share everything and it, it nice. works out really well that way. Yeah. It's kind of almost like expedition overlander ish where like right. each truck, one truck has camera gear, one truck has food, one truck has, you know, and everybody yeah. shares it. Yeah. <laughs> our, our, ours is just like, yeah, the, it's just not quite as ornate, I guess I would say. Yeah. Right? There's, there's a little fa- That's what I told my wife. I said, if there's ever a day where I have to be like, these two vehicles of our six are the camera trucks. Like that's, that's that'll be problem. a different time. <laughs> I, I'd appreciate having that problem maybe someday, yeah. but like, yeah that's where and it gets to be a point now we're doing even less content when we're going out off road and we're just enjoying it you know what i mean just enjoying like the fresh air out there and even um when we go out west for like we uh off-roading in uh in moab we go to the national parks and stuff what we usually do though is the first couple days we'll go out take a lot of photos for the family and stuff like that and then after that we don't really because there's no pressure at that point. We just like yeah. take a bunch of pictures. Cause I love to have those fake pictures to look back on, but like, I don't want it's my whole, much. yeah. You don't want your whole day to be like, I need to get a drone video of this Canyon. Like you're gonna be miserable that day. You just yeah. need to just relax and have some fun. Yeah, no, totally agree. Um, I know. So I wanted to give you some time to talk about EVO a little bit, just cause like, I just want to hear about it in general, but um I didn't have like any specific questions around it, but like, do you just want to tell us more about it and like educate the audience kind of on what it is? Cause there's, I know a lot of my folks are Midwestern. So, yeah. you know, there's nothing that says I couldn't come up to you guys. Cause I'm going to break something at some point. Like <laughs> I have a power yeah. steering leak right now that my winch created because for the last year it's been rubbing against the high pressure line and it's finally right. started to drip. But I think I can solve that on my, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, I'll yeah. probably mess it up and have to trailer it. You, but. <laughs> I, I was going to say like, if it's just starting to leak, you got plenty of time. You'll be fine. Yeah, we'll it's wait, slow. Wait. That I've got seems fluid like in my truck. To, yeah, I would say that seems like something good to fix on the side of the road. You'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, so Expedition Vehicle Outfitters, is, um, our, our family's had an auto repair shop for over 20 years. And Expedition came out of necessity type thing because it was our, our normal shop, Ken's, is known for um, a lot of Jeep work. And we started to see a lot of our clients switching over to where our names kind of spread out in, in the whole Overland community, the, the Toyota truck, the Nissan communities that like we, we do a lot of axle work. We do a lot of suspension work and, and we, we just try very hard. That's our biggest thing is at the end of the day, we try very hard. And, um, and that kind of became, that's where EVO grew. EVO grew where, where Ken's was a hub for Jeeps. Everybody knows Jeeps is Ken, like that. And EVO is, and Expedition Vehicle Outfitter became the hub for the, our import trucks. Our, our Toyota trucks are, and now it's even come into where we've um, been doing like, you know, our Lexuses and all, all that stuff. It gives them their own hub. And it's been, it's just been a really fun process to see that grow into, into what it's taking shape as. And it, it, it's been fun. Yeah. That's awesome. All right. Do you have anything else uh, that you wanted to touch on? Um, just that like our trips that we got coming up this year, um, we're super excited for the fall. We're going to core and nice. you're, I'll wearing, be there. You're, you're wearing the core shirt. I was going to say that. Yeah. You saw it. All right. Yeah. Cindy. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> and, and I, and I, you should probably follow Expedition Vehicle Outfitters sent for the newsletter because we're going to be giving away a ticket to Core because they're all sold out. Nice. Yeah. Yep. First, so, second day, whatever. 
Yeah. And that was one of those that like, you got to move quick. You got to move quick. And I think I know we're bringing three rigs up this year. So I'm trying to decide if I'll bring my chief up or if I'll bring, uh, we don't really know what we're bringing. I know, I know I should, I should. And I probably will. It's one of those, we're going to bring our mountain bikes up and our whole family's coming up and we just want to come hang out. And if you're at core, stop by the fire, come hang out, grab a beer. It'll be fun that way. Yeah. Awesome. It'll be great to meet you in person. That'll be fun. Sounds sounds good to me. Yeah. We'll be there and uh, we got cold beer around the fire. So we're good to go. That's 90% of the reason why I hang out with Jeremiah from Overland Pioneers is because he has a beer sponsor. And yeah, so he like, solid. he comes with a full thing of beer and I'm like, how do I get a beer sponsor? I don't know. Man, I, figured it out. I mean, we got to start making some proposals, I guess. And like, yeah. get yeah. maybe, a, maybe a mixtape. Nobody does mixtapes anymore. You should really consider doing a mixtape. That's a good idea. I like it. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, if I was a beer company, I'd sponsor you. If you showed up with a mixtape, maybe, or a burnt CD or something like that. You know? Ooh, I've got a CD burner laying around somewhere, I think. There you go. There you <laughs> My kids go. don't know what CDs are, but you know. All Things Overland brought to you by Bush Light. Now, you want <laughs> a higher end, but you don't want Bush Light. I'm an IPA guy, so yeah, I need something bougie, you know? <laughs> bougie, yeah, yeah. That's what I, so you you drink Shiner though Shiner out of Texas yeah, Shiner box fine I like Shiner Dude, there you go there you go we have the Texas yeah. there you go I mean here's the thing is I like IPAs but like I grew up in college on Keystone Light and Natty Ice and all yeah, that yeah. so like I literally when I go to like someone's house and they're like I've got six different beers what do you want I'm like what do you not want like you just give me whatever you want to get rid of and I'll drink it it's fine I feel yeah. bad eating your beer <laughs> yeah I understand how that is where we're, it's one of those like I I have friends I'll drink like a 30 pack of bush and I'm, like, nah, I'm good yeah. Give me a shiner I'll take a shiner there we go we'll bring shiner up to core that'll be that'll yeah. be what we do <laughs> there you go awesome well hey Ken I, I appreciate you being on the show um it was a lot of fun talking to you and uh yeah, well, I'll, uh, guys, if you're listening, look in the description below. There will be links to, you know, Exhibition Vehicle Outfitters and everything else. So definitely go check him out there. Um, so thanks for being on the show. All right. Thank you. All right, guys. So that was Ken, a.k.a. Dr. Death Wobble, talking about Expedition Vehicle Outfitters. Tons of fun, man. I mean, we honestly, I'm putting up the interview part of this, but we talked for a couple hours the night that I did this. And it was so much fun. So huge thanks to Ken for, you know, all the knowledge he dropped on me. I learned a lot of stuff. I, I had a great time talking to him and I look forward to seeing him at CORE. He's actually going to be uh, at the CORE event this September. So I'm super excited to meet him in person there. Of course, in the description below, I'll have links to Expedition Vehicle Outfitters, you know, all their social channels, that sort of stuff. Definitely go check them out because they're doing some cool builds and they're in Michigan. So if you're kind of in my area, Midwestern area, this would be a great shop to hit up for any work that you need done, whether it's maintenance to like wild crazy builds so it actually kind of got my gears turning where i'm like you know what he's not that far away if i buy some sort of new truck that i could take up there for a week and drop off i'd love to just let them do the work and not have to do it all myself um so anyways definitely check them out through the links in the description below also if you don't already i'm on facebook instagram youtube uh again there will be links in the description to that stuff as well i'd love it if you'd come over and join the conversation in those other channels as well whichever ones you like right don't feel obligated but if there's one that you're on all the time and you want to chat over there I'd love to have you join. Um, So come hang out. Um, But other than that, thanks for listening. Again, I hope that was entertaining and fun for you guys as it was for me. Um, But we'll just look forward to seeing you guys next week. Take care.